We the people of the state of Jefferson, ever mindful of the rights we hold most dear, life, liberty, and property are compelled to establish this, our new state, for the preservation of these natural inalienable rights. Our mandate for the protection of life, liberty, and property gives urgent voice to our demand for representation that reflects our needs, our history, our culture, and our moral imperpetude. Time has come for 51. This is Terry Raposa. And Wynn Carpenter. You're listening to Jefferson State of Mind Podcast. Welcome back, Sovereign Minds. Uh, I'm going to name it the Swampcast. <laughs> the murky swamp. The Swampcast, yeah. I mean, good grief. Uh, things are just getting weirder and weirder and weirder by the day. Today is April 11th, once again, 2021. Yeah. No, it's not. It's 2020-22. Yep. Try to say that fast yep. five times. It's like save a sheet or shingle thin. 2022. All I know is we got about seven days and we're done for a little know, bit. Man. We we're can like breathe. Out to the max with the IRS yeah. crap. We got stories we can tell. It's like war stories. And which that kind of brings us to our first topic, yeah. uh, you know, which is uh, this is a. Uh, let me get it up here on my screen so I can see what it is. Okay, this is actually from, uh, the page is Liberty Restore or Restoring Liberty. If you want to go ahead and pull that up, Isaac. And uh, uh, the title is, Is the IRS Collapsing? And this is by a Daniel Pilla? This is by Daniel J. Pilla. Now, I've been using Daniel J. Pilla's stuff for 30-something years. He's an attorney out of uh, Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul. You can get a lot of his material and books from ah, uh, winning, winning publication. Uh, and uh, he's one of the first books I read on how to fight the IRS. Uh, and great guy, great strategies, smart guy. And this case just came out March 21 of uh, 2022. And, you know, in light of what we've been going through, this so makes so much sense. Well, yeah. I mean, and this really needs to get out to the people because we get so many phone this is, calls. This is what and we're people dealing asking with. questions, and they think we have one all the answers, and we can fix everything. This is how screwed up it is. Okay, I mean, there's no service. You can't get a hold of anybody. Nobody calls you back. They hang up on you. Uh, Phones you know, are disconnected. Disconnected. Can't get forms. Uh, you know, so you know, we look at this. There's little doubt that the Internal Revenue Service is groaning under the burden of administering the tax code, which by now, okay, we're at, uh, exceeds more than 4 million words, up to 1.4 uh, million in 2020. So uh, There's probably no other document like that. <laughs> they've tripled the size of the right. tax code, uh, you know, and uh, so compliance at this point, in my opinion, is virtually impossible, okay? Uh, right, what I, you can't be perfect. I mean, there's no way that you could do it. absolutely perfect. I think this is like like sailing a ship through the Sargasso Sea at this point, trying not to run aground. Right. I mean, it is so screwed up that we can't even explain everything because you have to be there in the trenches on a daily basis. Okay, and it the, changes daily. <laughs> it, well, yeah. okay. Uh, the question is whether the agency will uh, collapse under the growing weight of its uh, con, I'm not sure what that word exactly is, concomitant processing. I'm not sure, but it's not good at concomitting processing. I mean, All we it's know like a con job not, on the yeah, processing. Yeah, they're not getting more efficient. You, you it's know. getting worse and worse and worse. It's worse, yeah. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And this comes from a report by the uh, National uh, Taxpayers Advocate, Aaron Collins, in her uh, 2021 annual report to Congress, by the way, which has gotten, it, it's gotten worse. Worse, I mean, this administration coming in, it's like 
Good grief. It's uh, really bar, Katie, it bar up. the door. So, and this, my actually, my brother sent this to me. He was a tax attorney. Our brother. Oh, yeah, our brother. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. I'm not sure that you actually qualify as a sister, but it's okay. We'll let that, the... <laughs> hey, that works both ways. <laughs> so our brother sent this. He's a tax yeah. attorney down in uh, in Palo Alto area. And I thought this was a great article that we should bring up on the podcast because... Uh, yeah, because people don't realize it, and we deal with it all the time. People get so stressed out over the IRS and government agencies, and, and they're, you know, they're ready to, like, you know... Not only that, their expectations are so unrealistic, it's, that's it's true ridiculous. Too, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just sent you my stuff yesterday. Are you ready for me are to come done? sign? It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, you're you're only about two hundredth in the line. What do you mean? I don't get to. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's 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 insane. So so so. And, and, and my refund has changed, and you know, can't you call the oh. IRS? And like number one, look at the phone calls that I they're know. getting. You, you well, know? and not only that, the the advanced child tax credit that just screwed everything up and the, the, the stimulus. stimulus screwed everything yep. up people don't know that they have to report that in the returns you know and, i got people that just got their a notice saying that they got it like a, two days ago you know well, where, and a lot of people think that they got to claim it as income and they're going to get taxed on it so they don't want to tell you that they received it because they're afraid they're going to be taxed which isn't true of course that's none of our clients right but no, but no, uh, that's, but that's just some people that's hr block <laughs> hr block yes. <laughs> yeah just uh, watch out for the block it's preparation h so, so you know, we've got. Uh, so let's look at this phone call. So let's consider a few sobering examples. And this is just a few, by the way, of what yeah. the IRS is up against, uh, as identified by the National Taxpayers Advocate. Phone calls to the agency in 2020 and 2021 passed several significant after they passed several significant tax laws uh, uh, changes ostensibly to help the Americans cope with the the the, the pandemic uh, scandemic uh, nightmare yeah, thing well, that it, they it didn't call help COVID. them cope it just confused them and made more fear yeah it it just seems to be more confusing now yeah. uh, so so if you look at what's going on in, in the about 100 million phone calls in 2019 and 2020 the the IRS received 100 million phone calls from taxpayers seeking help for various reasons that volume of calls was the standard over the past decade so it was pretty stable okay but in 2021 it's quite a different story <laughs> <laughs> that year incoming volume expanded to nearly 282 million nearly tripling the loot load and not tripling the resources, not tripling the people, not tripling the service, but uh, so so that year, uh, you know, that it exploded this, and there's no signs that this is getting any better. As people are are just absolutely confused, you, there's no service, there's nothing. Go the tax so law it changes. Exploded like that in 21, we know that the number has gone up. It's in twice as bad. It's <laughs> yes. twice as bad in 2022. So, I can I can yeah. guarantee you. So you got millions and millions of people calling, and 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 scroll down just a little bit here to the level of service, so we can see, you know, what the level Level of services. Okay, so here's Lack the number two level of service. of service. Okay, phone phoning the IRS. Does it? I I, uh, I wonder why anybody even does it anymore, uh, because uh, you know they just hang up on you. You can't get through. You get into an endless loop of uh, of automated well, systems. Yeah, and, uh, and it's it's really nice when they you know they put you on hold. You know you're going to be. You know, they're going to answer the call in like right. two hours or right. whatever time. You're the thirty ninth uh, caller yeah, in line. Yeah, uh, and so you hang on, and then it gets about to that time, and it goes. 
We're not accepting calls at this time. Right, we're sorry. Because of the due to the volume, volume. of our phone calls, calls we're not, we're not accepting. And they just Goodbye. hang up on you. Click. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you've wasted two hours <laughs> getting nothing done. Right. And this is their level of service for incoming calls. Phoning the IRS, looking for help, actually getting help. And getting help are two different things. You can call them all you want. You're not going to get through. It's a, it's down to, let's see, the IRS refers to its ability to answer the phone and render assistance uh, as the level of service it provides. Uh, during uh, 20 uh, 19 and 20, the IRS answered 28.7%, 28.7%, 24.1% and of the citizens' incoming calls, respectively. In uh, 2021, that number plummeted to 11.4%. Just uh, over one in every and, nine, nine callers people, yeah. that called the IRS was able to even talk to a person. In March of 2021, that dropped to uh, below 4%. Say, so let's see. Four percent of the people that are called, and it's even worse now because it's less than. It's probably <laughs> it's like more, it's like yeah. one point two, and then the guy just hangs up on you if you talk to him, and they don't know anything. You well, know, and it's all automated. It's you all don't, automated. You, you don't even get a person. So, so, so there's no service at this point. Okay, there's no service. Uh, you know, and it tells about being on hold after waiting on hold for an average. Uh, I'd say that's a low average of that's 23 minutes. I've uh, never been on hold for just 23 minutes. The, it says the NTA reports that those, the National Taxpayers uh, Advocate, reports that those who did get their calls answered so did so after waiting on hold for an average of 23 minutes. And it says, but I can tell you, as anybody who's phoned the IRS during the last 18 months, a 23-minute wait time is extremely short. I'm thinking more like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, and then, it, and then uh, you know, you're lucky. Oh, gee, that means that I got to miss lunch if i called in the morning because uh you know if i want to try to actually get through i got to stay there because yeah you, you can't leave their phone or anything you know, you if you get up and on. go to the bathroom and somebody comes on and says oh yeah we're from the irs uh, you know and uh, is anybody there and, and nobody answers it's click boom yep, and you're back to square want, one yep. uh -huh. and the last hour and a half that you've been on hold for eh, try again yep. okay try next time uh, so so it's just off the charts ridiculous. Most people wait for much longer, sometimes hours, uh, publishing. Uh, <laughs> and, and I love it. They're sending these notices out to people or letters out to people saying, you know, if you have call. any questions or call. if there's any we're, problem, we're you don't agree with this, please call us. The published hold time is misleading because most calls are simply cut off. Or the callers just give up long before the callers call is answered. Exactly right. what we're saying. Yeah. So, so what? So I call at one o'clock, and if I'm still on the phone at five o'clock, listening to that music that I've heard a million oh times God. over, that I just want to shoot myself in the head over, uh, and then they and then and they hang up on me. Yep. So how? I mean, does that give you uh, the incentive to even try? Right. Uh, we and call what's really bad about it too is they're you know all over us meeting the citizens right do, you know you got to do this on this date you've got this deadline you must do this this that right. and the other thing or else because we're the IRS we're right. gonna do something we're gonna penalize well, you or something again call us if you have any problem and you can't. There is nobody to call. Yeah. It's kind of like the, it, you know, it, you get it, it. It reminds you of the movie Catch-22. There's no way out because it's like the one client we had that, oh, you know, he couldn't file his tax return because he couldn't get his identif his theft oh, identification number. number. Because I guess when you give, you know, 20, uh, access to 20 million or a million, 10 million uh, illegal aliens into the state of California, and uh, the, none of them have Social Security numbers, but they all want to work, and they just uh, cough up yeah. Social Security numbers randomly. Yeah. Uh, and 
and that's not going to cause any problems. So then they got all this massive fraud. So you can't even file the return unless they give you another number that you can plug into the return to file it that says that says that you are them. And if you can't find that that number because you might have lost it or it didn't show up in the mail or or, or whatever, you can't file the return. So then they create a, 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 uh, a, a an assessment, yeah. an assessment that says you owe a bunch of money that you don't owe because if you could file the return, it would show all your expenses right. that show you don't owe. So th so then we try to file it paper. You got to. There's no office either. here anymore, by the way. Oh no, it's in Chico. They closed the one in Reading. You yeah. have to go to so, Chico, so, so, and you have to call the main line. <laughs> Again, you have to call to get an appointment in Chico, so that you can bring in a paper right. file. Right. That uh, that if they can't find their identity identity theft pin number in the first place, they won't accept. Right. Okay. Is there a problem here? And and in the meantime, they're trying to levy the guy's bank account. And so and, that doesn't and then push. Then we could get into the taxpayer advocate, which is well. That was another thing. By another law, day. you file what's called a nine one one form. Well, you know that now they're saying that those they no longer do those. They don't do the nine one ones by law. No. A nine one one form, which by the way is a taxpayer's assistance order. If anybody wants to look the form up, yeah, they they're supposed to answer them within uh, 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 seven days. Seven. Seven. And then days. they extended it out because of COVID. I think what was it? Uh, 30 days or something. I guess when you don't show yeah. up for a year and you don't do any work and you don't do anything, I guess the I guess the system got a little yeah. black, backed yeah. up. And then when you get an administration that comes in, that all they care about is what flavor ice cream they have. Uh, you know, dude, that's not a problem, is it? It's just crazy. And then they extend it out to 30 days and they don't tell people. And then you get past the 30 days and you still don't get any answers or any phone calls. Then what do you do? Go underground, dig a foxhole, start saving food. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's absolute insanity. And this this is not us saying this. We've experienced this. Oh, I do. But this Every is day. an attorney who has been dealing in this. Uh, I mean, I've been doing it in, in this arena, what, 38 years now, 37 years, something like that. You know, you've been doing it for what? Over 15, Over 17, 20, I don't even know. Like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, come on. So, And we can't even get anything done. <laughs> Okay, we're experienced and, and been in the arena a ton of... Yeah, and they're changing people's tax returns this year uh, for, for me. And it, you see more people not getting what they're supposed to be getting. Now, whether and nobody knows why. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just randomly pick them. I don't know. Lawlessness. This is complete chaos. It's complete. It's, it's absolutely, you know... Off the chart. So if we we look at this, we you know people keep calling. Yeah, <laughs> if you can scroll well, down. I was I guess. going to say the great oh. number of calls trying to make arrangements. So now keep in mind that people calling the IRS are taking the initiative to file their tax returns correctly on time. They are seeking clarity regarding notices, letters, so they can comply. The greater number of calls from people trying to make arrangements to pay their taxes. What kind of message does it send to the public when those who are trying to comply can't get to help that they need to try to comply with? Right. Just like we're talking about. So it's and if, if you go in the next. One I love. Yeah, One of the arguments down. used to support the push. Uh, 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 yeah, there we go. Where, where support the push for eighty billion in additional funding under President Biden's failed Build Back Better plan. Yeah, let's have was let's, to get better equipment for the IRS, but it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's and, oh, better citizens by phone, but it didn't happen. And even if it did. 
It's like yeah. throwing gasoline on a fire. Yeah. It really crazy. is. This is out of control crap. You know, you go to number three uh, bullet uh, point here, the talking point. Now, you're there. Uh, processing tax returns and correspondence. Or lack the, thereof. <laughs> the core function of the IRS is to collect taxes. And the key to collecting taxes is processing the tax returns. In 2021, the IRS received just over $160 million income tax returns. Businesses filed $104 million. Individual income tax returns. Yeah. Right, exactly. Individuals, $160 million. Businesses, $104. By the end of the uh, 2021 filing season, the IRS had a backlog <laughs> of $35 million unprocessed returns. Uh, as of late 2021, they still had $2 million unprocessed personal returns, $8 million unprocessed business returns, $9 million unprocessed amended and business returns, approximately $4.75 million unprocessed pieces of general tax poor, uh, payer correspondence, and it's worse now. Right. I mean... And then it goes on. There was even an inventory of unprocessed returns for the 2020 filing season. It's like, yeah, let's just take a year off, go home, work out of our home, do nothing, get paid, uh, and uh, what could go wrong? Yeah. What oh, and we need another $80 billion? Yeah, and you better have your tax return, you know, filed by the 18th. Or we'll or penalize you. Yeah. But you won't be able to talk to anybody because even if you died, uh, you know, and your spouse is trying to get the penalty removed for cause, uh, you know. That's uh, not going to happen. You in can't the, in get a hold of anybody future. to help you. It's absolute insanity. This drives me crazy. Uh, we need to and, scrap and that, this, this whole thing. These guys are imploding. Right. And this also affects people in other lives, you know, like to get financing for housing or, you know, to buy something, all comes into play here. And it hangs people up, and then they stress out more, and, and they like, well, how come I can't get my tax return filed? Well, uh, so here here. And this doesn't open up the door for cheating or anything, no. does it? No. Uh, the inventory... Uh, there was an e there was even an inventory of unprocessed tax returns in 2020 filing, and uh, we here we are in the midst of the new filing season with 260 plus million returns that are going to be filed this season. Uh, so uh, I've got uh, you know I had one amended return that we sent in. It was for somebody up in Montana, and uh, it was a pretty good return. It was amended return because they had a big casualty loss. Their factory burnt down, and. Uh, so I sent it in in August of 2020, and there was an, a statute of limitations on it into September of 2021, I think it was. I get a call two weeks before the statute of limitations saying, we need something to be corrected on the amended return. We're getting ready to process it. They held it for a wow. year. And then, and oh, by the way, we're up against the deadline. It's absolute insanity. I had to bring this out. Everybody needs to see this yes. because this thing is imploding. I am under, I'm of the belief that whole, this whole thing's going to seize up here pretty soon, especially if you have, uh, if you have the interest rates going through the roof and the yes, inflation going through the roof and all this stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. Does, do you think everybody's going to be really worried about uh, filing their tax returns and making sure that they're uh, processed? Well, let's hope not. I don't know. Yeah. So, but, but people need to know this because, again, you know, they come to us and they say, well, how come they're not processing it? Or my neighbors got processed and I haven't been processed. You know, there's nothing in to go, my refund, look it up. There's no information. This is why. Right. Because it is so crazy. It is so messed up. 
you know, how they pick and choose who gets what, when, where, and how they process stuff. Who knows? I think they randomly just go, oh, this looks good. I'm going to do this. Okay, so I'm reading the rest of this. You know, getting a home, student business loan, right? You know, the refunds. You know, to pay their bills, delayed refunds. Many couldn't likely pay their necessary living expenses. Processing delays in turn uh, is yet another overload. Here, you got, uh, uh, you know, in 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 the number of visits at the IRS website went from 651 million in 2019 to over two billion in 2021. The visits to where was my refund nearly doubled from 369 million to 632 million wow is there a problem yeah if you can get the information half the time it it won't even process it i think the founding fathers threw the tea in the harbor said no income tax it was a power to tax is the power to destroy you know look at what we've evolved into it's absolute insanity just so people know it's not just at the irs level it is at the state level as well the same kind of problems yeah, it's absolutely the at the state level. Each state has their own. This is just, we're just talking about the federal tax yeah, that's system. That's what I mean. There, the, all of the taxing agencies like that, there is big problems going on right now. Yeah. It's big crazy. problems. And these guys are not administering it fairly or correctly. Uh, in most cases, they're just trying to collect money at this point. They're just trying to get the, the filing off their desk. These guys are under now a mound of crap. Right. And looking at their retirements, uh, 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 you know. Uh, and I want to tell people, just because you get a letter or notice or whatever, and the, they say whatever agency, whether it's IRS, the state, say, you need to send us this. You owe us now, and you got to pay. The, it's always the you assumption that it's correct. Some, yeah. Information, go to somebody that knows the tax code and stuff or tax repairs and know. Because a lot of people will automatically pay it. Well, you know. and then you t- then we could talk about the tax preparers out there. You know, I'd venture to say that 99, well, not 99, I'll say 90% and be try to be fair here, are crap. They don't even know the rules, half of them. Can you what? imagine starting five years ago and oh, then trying to God. navigate through this tax system? You don't even know what you, uh, you don't even know what you're doing. If you haven't got, can you imagine trying to do it by hand? Oh, I started out doing taxes by hand. Yeah, Yeah. years ago. You know, so actually calculating with a you know calculator and a pencil. Yeah. You know, so you got so now you've got the people coming into the industry that are absolutely the the least trained that you could possibly be in this arena. Right, and it all depends on who they're working for, where they got their license. You know, let's be truthful about it because some of them they're licensed through the uh, state. Or the feds or whatever. You know, everybody goes like a CPA. Well, you're not a CPA. Well, no. And it's a good thing because we're not licensed by the federal government where they can go, you know what? We don't like what you're doing. These are your guidelines. You're not following them. We're taking your license. You you know, know? the CPA is, you know, is an accountant, not a tax professional. You know, we always use the joke and say it stands for clients pay always. Uh, But... uh, so you've got to get somebody that has been that does nothing but strictly taxes, typically an enrolled right. agent or like we're licensed with CTEC or, or or California well, Tax that's Education what I'm saying. Council. People need to you know but, seek that out before they go. Oh, just pay it or take it for granted that. And who do you go it? to? That's the other problem. Yeah, there problem. is that. And how much is the cost of the engagement? So this thing, what it comes down to, is a huge mess. And I don't see it clearing up anytime soon or getting any better. 
So, and and we're not taking on any clients. We're not advertising because we're we're, no. we're working so hard now. We don't want to work anymore. So uh, it's but, just a crazy deal. But you deal. can look out there and yeah. find people. But just don't take it for granted because you're going to let her whatever and be worried about, you know, mortgaging your house to pay an IRS bill. And and the assumption that it's even correct. 90, yeah. 90% of the time, it's not even correct. Right. All right. So let's, uh, let's clear the slate. Let's go to the 2000 Mules trailer. Let's play that. And uh, if you haven't seen this yet, you need to watch this again. This is coming out May 1st. I, I, we got to promote this. And uh, go ahead and play this, and then we'll talk about it. We'll go to Dinesh D'Souza's uh, thing. And then there was an interview done with Charlie Kirk that I want to talk about as well. So go ahead. The 2020 election was the most secure in U.S. Got to turn this one up. It's uh... There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. He lost a fair and secure election. The most secure election in American history. Really? All those of you volunteered and worked the polls, you deserve a special thanks from the entire nation. This one mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. He's not alone. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. Leaving no fingerprints. Snapping photos to get paid. A coordinated ring of illegal vote harvesting in all the key states where the election was decided. They've delivered us a clear victory. Game over. Wow, I'm telling you, this is going to be, yeah. this is so big. And, and and we're going to play the next one, but before we do, I want to point out that the interview that was done at Charlie Kirk, at charliekirk.com, if you scroll down to that first page and you see the uh, the uh, title of uh, True the Vote Interview with Charlie Kirk Part 1, A Ballot Laundering Cartel, it really explains how they gathered the evidence for this. Where they, This is coming from uh, True the Vote, uh, uh, votes. Uh, it's uh, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg uh, Phillips, and the they they were they're from True the Vote, who was with us when we had the uh, the uh, lawsuit against the IRS for their bolo list and targeting of the Tea, tea Party uh, groups back in all oh, the oh, Obama day and the right, Lois yeah. Lerner and all that stuff. And we won that lawsuit, and she was one of the plaintiffs that that actually uh, testified before Congress. Uh, about what was happening. And so uh, this is uh, from them, the True the Vote. They're a great organization, and I, I highly suggest. But go ahead and play Dinesh D'Souza's next part here. And I sent you another uh, clip from the Charlie charlie uh, dot uh, com, and I want to flash that at the end to show people where to go to watch the rest of the interview. But go ahead and play Dinesh D'Souza here, uh, and he's uh, he's talking about the premiere, uh, and we need to get this information out to as many people as possible. Go, go ahead, go ahead and edit Isaac. Um, want to begin this special episode by doing a brief report on the release strategy for my film Two Thousand Mules, which comes out the first week of May. 
were um, very excited about this movie. It's going to be, well, eye-opening is putting it mildly. And uh, in the next couple of days, I'll release the poster, which will give you a um, feeling of what this film looks like. A trailer will follow shortly. But our premiere week is the uh, is the first week of May. In fact, it's May 6th, which is, uh, I'm sorry, May 2nd, which is a Monday through May 8th. And um, on May 2nd and May 4th, we're going to buy out some 250 theaters in America for the 7 p.m. showing. And what that means is that you'll be able to buy tickets right off the website, which is 2000mules.com, and go see the movie movie on either of those two nights, May 2nd, which is a Monday, or May 4th, which is a Wednesday, and you can see it in the theater. Now, this will be in certain parts of the country. It won't cover the full country, in part because we've been able to make a deal with uh, AMC and with Cinemark, uh, but we don't have Regal Cinemas, which is under new management for complex reasons. They're not, they're not part of it. So some of you will be able to go, I hope individually or in groups, and see the movie in the theater. And again, 2000meals.com, it's not updated now, but the website will have all those details. The second way to see the movie, right in premiere week, is that um, on Friday, what's Friday, honey? May 6th? May 6th. Friday, May 6th, we're having a virtual premiere out of a big uh, theater in Las Vegas. It's This is a kind of a live performance, and you'll be able to see the movie, you will be able to get some exclusive types of footage, and you, there'll be a kind of live Q&A following the movie. And the way you can be part of it is you, you in a sense, it's not Zoom, but in, a, in, a, in effect, you Zoom call in, and your name, your face appears on the screen. You can be part of it. This is a uh, format that can accommodate up to a quarter of a million people. So it's a way for anyone around the country who can't see the movie in the theater. Well, here's a great way to see it, to be part of this kind of virtual premiere, which is on Friday, May 6th. The uh, movie will then be available shortly thereafter, a couple of days thereafter, in digital download. And that means that you'll be able to go to a couple of sites. One of them is the uh, official Salem Media site. It's called SalemNow.com. And you'll be able to order the movie there. You just basically click, put in your credit card, boom, watch the movie. And um, the other site is going to be Rumble Local. Some of you already are on Rumble. You know, that's a fantastic video channel. The movie itself won't be on Rumble. It'll be on Locals, which is owned by Rumble. And um, But Rumble will be promoting the movie aggressively and directing traffic from Rumble to Locals. But you can go to my Locals channel, Dinesh.Locals.com. You'll be able to watch the movie right there. Buy a ticket and watch it. So that's the digital download part of the release strategy. And finally, DVDs. I mean, some people will be like, what's a DVD? But um, many of us have DVD players. We do. And, um, and DVD is also a great way to share the movie. So... Um, You'll be able to buy DVDs off the movie site, which is 2000meals.com, uh, or the Salem site, which is salemnow.com. We've uh, tried to concoct a release strategy for this movie that makes it um, invulnerable to censorship and uncancelable. The website for the movie, as I mentioned, 2000meals.com. By the way, at this point, we're also collecting email addresses so we can communicate with you directly 
about um, how to watch this movie and how to share information about it. It's a movie that I think has the potential to really change things, change the debate, change the country. And uh, it's all coming uh, to you starting the first week of May. So get ready. I would urge you to watch this movie right away. Also help us be kind of a um, an informant to get the word about the movie out to other people. I'm not going to be able to use some of the normal channels to do this, so I'm counting on you to help me get the word out. There you wow. have it. I think it's totally important what's going on here. Go ahead and see if you can yeah. pull up that Charlie uh, Kirk uh, He's always email. done really well with getting information out, you know. Years back, he was real good about yeah. what was going on. Well, they too. went after him, too. Yeah, they did. I so. highly suggest everybody go uh, look at this. This explains how they gathered the evidence, what they did, uh, you know, who they who they examined, who they, t- they tried to give the information to. Very important because it really shows how corrupt the system has gotten and how, how absolutely off the charts, out of control, uh, the people who are trying to run everything have wow. become. So, uh, charliekirk.com uh, and uh, True the Vote interview. It's a interview is a one of part three. I haven't watched the other two. I watched the first one this morning. Highly recommend that you get out there and get it. Uh, we uh, are at the end of everything, we and we have to go to work. <laughs> so uh, again, push all this information out to people. Yep. Share it. You know, hit the hit the bell, smash the bell, whatever you want to do. But make sure you pass it along, please. Pass it along. Absolutely. It's important. It's uh, our, our country uh, is in need of patriots right now, and, uh, and uh, we need to turn the tide, and I think we are. It's up for us to do the communication. Yep. So there you go. Government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It is force, and force like fire is a dangerous servant and a fearful master. And we'll see you see guys you in a, in a week. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, there you go.